Welcome to Frequency Matters, the RF microwave update series. I'm Pat Hindle, and I'm here with my co-host, Eric Heim. In this episode, we're going to continue our coverage of the May IMS 5G, 6G themed issue. This is our biggest issue of the year. Like I said last time, it's over 200 pages. It'll get extra distribution at the IMS event, including the delicate bags and the uh, magazine bins. And for the IMS event, we have all the messages from the chairs from each conference. That's IMS, RFIC, and RFTAG. Plus, we have information about the technical sessions and the exhibition. As a reminder, our cover story is written by authors from Roden Schwartz, and it's on terahertz generation and analysis with electronic and photonic technologies. Eric, what did we have for product features? Thanks, Pat. Uh, we had Garlock releasing their WavePro 150 ceramic-filled PTFE dielectric material. Uh, it's got a dielectric constant of 15, along with a very low loss tangent. And since it's ceramic-filled, it can be metalized as well as machined into 3D shapes and conformal surfaces. Uh, so users are able to do some interesting things with that material. Uh, we also have a feature from Aerovat, formerly Sage Millimeter, and they've released a family of direct reading waveguide attenuators that operate up to 330 gigahertz. Uh, so they've taken a design that was first developed in the 1950s and evolved and refined that design to now accommodate emerging sub-terahertz applications. Yeah, and for uh, tech briefs, we had a signal generator options that improve input power and harmonic performance from Mari Microwave and 8- and 12-port triple-band antennas from Cellmax. And then we had two other ones, signal generator options that improve input power and harmonic performance from Anapico, and thermally compensated 4 kilohertz to 40 gigahertz linear amplifier from Hyperlabs. So quite a few products in this issue to check out. We had a special guest join us today. I talked with Eric Versluis, Director of Defense Programs at Fortify, about the A&D market and how their additive manufacturing techniques are solving problems in this area. Let's take a look at a clip from that now. Fortify has been involved in additive manufacturing for many years. Can you give us some examples of the RF and microwave products that you're enabling with the technology? Sure, we've got a couple good examples. So the first one um, was, was a customer who came to us who had an integrated RF system that they needed to increase performance and, and increase gain at the bore site of this, this particular antenna. And so instead of requiring a re-architecture of the entire system, uh, taking out the RF antennas and, and front ends and all the, the back end stuff behind the antenna, we were able to just apply a grin lens in front of this and, and increase the gain where it needed to be uh, without a huge impact on the platform itself. Another good example is uh, a project we're working on with Rogers where we can uh, take a phased array and by applying a grin lens in front of this phased array, we can get full horizon to horizon steering from uh, a phased array. Uh, so we are able to use this lens to increase the performance of the phased array and get better coverage than you normally would with just the, the antenna itself. And then third, and this is an exciting one that we're, we, we have kind of in the works right now, we are looking at using grin lenses with switched beam arrays. So instead of having the cost and the power requirements that you would typically incur with a phased array system, you can get similar performance out of there for you know, a tenth of the cost, a tenth of the power required, and still equivalent performance. So pretty exciting stuff that we got going on right now. Um, and those are those are all examples that have real parts that have been built and have been been tested. 
Fortify is doing some very interesting additive manufacturing products, so it's cool to check those out, and we'll be following up with them on some of their latest technology later in the year. So turning to the news, I saw a very interesting news item from Spectrum Instrumentation. Guatemala has three constantly active volcanoes, and all of which are very near villages, so it's very important to have an early warning system for eruptions. Such systems do exist already, but these specific volcanoes produce these flows of pyroclastic density current, or PDC, instead of lava. So this is extremely dangerous. These PDC clouds consist of gas, rock, and ash, and travel at the speeds up to 600 kilometers per hour, and the temperature is up to 800 degrees C. So it's really important that these warnings uh, be given for evacuations. So a team from University of College London they're studying the PDCs and they're developing a radar-based early warning system that has a very high level of sensitivity. The core part of it is a PCI digitizer card from Spectrum Instrumentation and is so sensitive that it can detect tiny movements at six kilometers, which is the distance that the equipment is located away from the slope of the volcano. The equipment consists of an X and KU band radar system, including reflector dishes for transmit and receive. The returning signal is compared to the outgoing signal to produce an IS signal containing the range and movement information whenever the PDC shows up on the slope of the volcano. And if the IS signal is digitized by the spectrum card at 20 megasamples per second and processed using Spectrum's S-Bench 6 measurement software. So it's a really cool setup, and I thought it was one of the most interesting uh, news items we've seen in a while. Eric, how about you for news? Well, on the market side... Yol Intelligence released a new market and technology report on RF for radio access networks, and it addresses trends both in technology and uh, geopolitical trends, along with players and drivers for RF front ends and wireless base stations. So that provides some useful insight. Uh, we also had Keysight announcing that they're enabling advanced pre-tape out silicon prototyping using digital twin signaling. And while I'm not sure that I used all those words properly, uh, I am sure we're, that we're starting to see more implementation of these Industry 4.0 concepts that we've been talking about for some time now. Uh, and the ability to get an accurate digital twin model before committing to the expense and time of the silicon spin is uh, an important development. So kudos to Keysight. I definitely want to get a digital twin so I can get a lot more work done. So uh, turning to events, the AOC Europe show is just finishing up in Bonn, Germany, and that covers the latest in the electromagnetic and information-related domains. And I'll let you know that Rodian Schwartz and Viavi both had press releases about their products on display, so you can see those on our website. I also wanted to let everyone know that EDICON China 2024 will be returning to Beijing at the Chinese National Convention Center, and that'll be April 9th and 10th. They'll have an industry exhibition as well as a technical conference and includes two days of these technical presentations, workshops, panels, and featured keynote talks. And don't forget to register for IMS. Uh, that takes place June 11th through the 16th in San Diego. So it's coming up soon. Uh, and as we mentioned before, a new addition to this year is an executive forum in the MicroApps Theater with leading RF uh, company executives from ADI, Corvo, Rodian Schwartz, uh, and Keysight discussing the latest trends in technology. And early registration numbers look very strong for this new forum. Uh, so please register beforehand. And you can do that by going to ims-ieee.org 
to register today for IMS. And that wraps up this episode. Our sponsors are RFMW and Fortify. RFMW is a technical distributor of RF and microwave products, and now power management products as well. When you start your next design, consider their multiple product lines. Fortify is a full-stack material science and additive manufacturing company that manufactures unique RF structures for many applications. So remember that as a member of the industry, a subscription to Microwave Journal is free, so please visit our site and uh, subscribe today if you're not already a reader. And with that, thanks for watching, and please join us next time for another Frequency Matters.